This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on www.marblenewtownfootball.com. Live action for the commencement of this second quarter. A six-yard rush gives the Marple Newtown Tigers a third down and nine from the Winged Lions' 39-yard line here. Good things we've seen here in the first quarter from both sides, actually, particularly from the Marple Newtown defense and offense, as here they get their second chance with the ball and uh, are once again primed and ready to put some more points on the board. Yeah, they did a nice job earlier in the game just using a nice balance of run to pass and able to cap it off with a nice pass by Kevin Johnson to Giordano for the touchdown. Looks like we have Giordano again split wide to the right. And Johnson under center, he rolls out to the right this time. He's got a man downfield. It's Nick Stevens. Catches it at the 25, across the 20, breaks a tackle at the 15, 10. And where are they going to spot this? Looks like he's spotting it at the five-yard line. So another excellent escape act by Nick wow. Stevens. What a great play. It looked as though there, the, the safety, Asmeyer, fell down and gave Nick Stevens a second shot there of getting at that extra yardage. That helped. And it's a shame, too, because Kevin Johnson had two guys wide open. He had Stevens underneath, and he had his man long down the sideline as well. And it didn't matter. Stevens looked to be collared, I guess, around the 17, 18-yard line in shades of last week's Texas-Texas Tech game. The tackler could not finish and got those extra yardage. So first and goal from the five-yard line for Marple Newtown. Hand off to Graziano. Up the middle. He's driven backwards after a gain of maybe one or two. And stacked up at the line of scrimmage amongst the pile there. So it looks like number 54, Matt Kendra, made the initial hit. Well, at this point, with a, with a seven-point lead in pocket and uh, this close to scoring, just milk the clock for all it's worth. As long as you have the ball... You control the game. Well, they've had the ball for the majority of, of this uh, this last 10 minutes, I'd say. That's a, safe, that's a safe assumption between the first drive and this current one. As we have a second down and goal from the four. Hand off to Nick Stevens. He bull rushes right up the middle, untouched for another Tigers touchdown. So another big touchdown for the Tigers. That seemed to be all too easy, especially when they, uh, the, the quarter began. And Nick, Nick Stevens has really picked up the running game the last couple weeks as he's ran for a majority of the touchdowns along with Phil Graziano. So another Four nice yards touchdown run. there. So. Couldn't have made it look any easier. So Adam Fender on for the extra point. The kick is spotted away, and it is perfect once again. And that's good to see Adam Fender struggled a little bit last week for the Tigers and this week he's able to get out there and, and and he's made his first two straight last week he had one blocked and missed a couple ended up being three for six I believe for extra points but they ended up winning the game it didn't matter but it's nice to see him get that confidence back yeah well, I'd say that's exactly the word I was going to use is that Adam Fender has been approaching the ball with confidence 
no matter what. And he has two excellent kickoffs and two emphatic extra point drives. As Marple Newtown now takes a 14-0 lead with 11.06 to go in this first half. And the Wigan Lions set up deep in their own territory. Looks like number eight, Dante Astheimer, is one deep man. Let's see if who the extra guy is as soon as he gets his hand away from his helmet and obscures uh, the number. 40. Number 40. Okay, that's number 40, Aaron Tarlecki. It'll be interesting to see what kind of kick we get this time. Going against the very faint wind that we have. Yes, I mean, it's a very unseasonably warm night, but not a whole lot of air motion in, in the air at all. Just the slightest breeze. So Fender is ready. He approaches the ball. It is up and away. It is a little bit short. It's a wobbly end over Ender coming down to Astheimer at the 15, across the 20, across the 25, and up around the 30. So not the not, not like the earlier kick, but effective uh, special teams coverage that time helps out. And now the Marble Newtown defense will go back to work and look to shut down St. Pius once again. Ravenous and swarming, I think, are... are fair descriptions early on after this first three or four plays is that Marple Newtown's defense specifically the, the, the line have made excellent reads and have excellent pursuit and both teams have been very very good as far as penalty wise not one penalty yet for either squad so very very good discipline by both squads tonight so they are set to go Parkinson is in the shotgun formation two wide receivers split to the near side one to the far side one man in the backfield. It is a fake handoff, and Parkinson will take it off the left side. Gets up across the 30, breaks a tackle, and gets maybe to the 35 before he rolls out of bounds. Yeah, good job in pursuit there by the defense to hold him to only a few yards. The, the fake they kind of bit on right away as it came to the near side of the field, and, and he went far side, but good job by the defense to the linebackers on the far side to stay home and, and force him out of bounds. I wonder, though, why you have three and four wide receiver sets if you're not going to throw the ball. Well... I guess they figure... Uh, if you're going to fake it, sell it yeah. totally. I guess they figure we'll try and spread them out and, and run against them that way. It'd be harder for them to stop us if now we same, spread out. Same set again. Parkinson in the shotgun second down and seven from the 34. One man in motion is Dylan Pasek. And it's another keeper by Parkinson. Has a lane towards the near side. Gets up across the 40. He has to get the first down across the 45 and close to midfield. Looks like he's being marked down at the 49. Uh, he ran to that. They did it again there. Spread them out and, and run and see what we can get as, as, I guess, their game plan for the rest of this evening. So, because it doesn't look like they're too keen on passing. Well, it's it's worked only at intermittent times. It's it's good enough to eat up large chunks of yardage in the middle of the field, but they really didn't show too much acumen uh, once they got into, into the red zone, as we saw in that early fumble, where it was actually two fumbles. One was recovered by Pias, and the other one was recovered by Marple Newtown. So first down and 10 from the 49-yard line. Four wide receivers set this time. Parkinson back in the shotgun formation, but it is a handoff to Tarlecki. He gets across the 50-yard line and not much further. Stuffed by, it appears to be, Giordano on for the Tigers that time. So Giordano able to get in there and make the stop. Yeah, every time, Greg. I don't blame you for not, not knowing right away because they're just peeling guys off the pile every time. Yeah. And there's three, four Marble Newtown defenders on, on the ball carrier. It was it was him initially, and then it, it was definitely uh, Joe Carini as well in there. So don't want to uh, disregard Carini's efforts as well tonight. Four wide receivers set again. Parkinson in the shotgun. Tarlucky in the backfield. The lone man in the backfield. 
And it's another keeper direct snap to Parkinson. Goes up the middle and just gets to the 45 there with a little last gasp Esper. Christian Whiteside able to grab the shoelaces of of the quarterback that time and, and hold him up and keep him from getting an extra couple of yards. I don't know exactly how far Parkinson could have gotten, you know, without a shoe or if the shoelace tackle <laughs> wasn't made because it was he was just about to hit a wall of uh, black and gold and sorry, black, orange and black. <laughs> so for some reason I have the New Orleans Saints on the brain. Well, the Lions do have gold helmets tonight, so it would have been gold <laughs> on black if, if you want to go that way. Exactly. <laughs> 9.25 to go here in the second quarter. Marple Newtown 14-0, but the St. Pius Lions are driving. Once again, shotgun formation for Parkinson. He's going to roll out to the left, fake an option, and go right up the middle where he gets close to a first down on that last dive. Maybe we'll see where the spot of the ball is. Oh, it looks like a fairly generous spot as he was able to reach out forward for it. Steve Reynolds on the stop for the Tigers, though. And they do call a first down as they will move those chains. So I guess we'll have to call it a gain of about five and three quarters there and a fresh set of downs for St. Pius. Now at the Marple Newtown 40-yard line with nine minutes to go here in the second quarter facing a 14-point deficit but driving. And it'll be interesting to see what the Tigers do here if if the Lions continue to spread them out like they are. If maybe they blitz a couple corners, that'd be uh, interesting. Four wide receivers said once again. Man in motion is Astheimer. Parkinson goes back. He rolls out. Fakes an option. Tries to go up the middle. Has a cut back at the 35 across the 30. Fights off a man at the 25 and gets down to about the 23. And number 68, Kevin Striegel for the Tigers. Who possibly made a score-saving tackle on there. Yeah, he did a nice job of tracking him down the big line, being able to hustle downfield and catch the quarterback. Parkinson did a good job of feeling his way there for a big gainer. So we will have a first down and 10 from the 24-yard line with 8.23 to go here in the second quarter. This time, Matt Mahalik split wide to the right. Corey Egan split wide to the left. Tarlecki once again, the lone man in the backfield. Fake the handoff and goes right up the middle by Parkinson once again. And he gets maybe two or three yards, but definitely shy of the 20. Well, Steve Reynolds was not faked out that time. He gets the initial contact on Parkinson, and then it was finished off by Joe Carini. What do you get the feeling, Greg, that some some of these rushes by Parkinson are just basically the equivalent of a man trying to beat out a bunt at first base and just sliding head first? Well, uh, these... This game that seems plan. to be, like, or maybe like a Luganus dive, because yeah. you're not getting a whole lot on technical merit. Well, this game plan is, is is kind of atypical of, or typical, excuse me, of a team that is struggling through their season. They're just going to try and dink and dunk their way down the field and see what they can get out of it. So we have a timeout on the field called by St. Pius and... We'll be right back on the other side of this. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, Back here, live action at Harry Harvey Stadium. 7.40 to go here in this first half. Marple Newtown with a 14-0 lead, but the Winged Lions of St. Pius X on the move once again. A gain of two on a quarterback keeper by Cole Parkinson. Gives them a second down and eight from the 22-yard line. 
This is the portion of the program where the Marple Newtown defense bends but does not break. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what adjustments they made out of that timeout. Shotgun formation once again for Parkinson. That's quite a run of plays here, trying to eat up chunks of yardage. And it's a direct snap again, a quarterback keeper, and he goes absolutely Ooh. nowhere. <laughs> Taken by one leg and driven backwards by about five yards. Well, Nick Stevens with the almost like a wrestling takedown. <laughs> right. Takes the quarterback back and, and, and takes him down. And it was nice. And looking at that defensive setup that time, it, they brought the extra safety up for the extra help and said, look, they're, I guess they're not going to pass against us, so we might as well load the box up and, and good adjustment by the coaching staff. There also must be something in the eyes of Parkinson where despite what the body's doing, which is you know, an endless series of stutter steps, that the eyes are just focused on one place, and it must make it easy for the defensive line of Marple Newtown to read the play. In any case, Parkinson in shotgun formation. He drops back. He's under a rush. He's got a man over the middle. Incomplete and high to Dylan Pasek. And him about the 12-yard line. Well, I'll tell you what, Parkinson's lucky. The refs are in his corner. Steve Reynolds was drastically held that time on the rush. His shoulder pads out of his shirt. Otherwise, that would have been a short sack. And there's no yellow flag on the ground. So, But nice defensive coverage that time in the secondary. And a bit of a rush throw by Parkinson, but again, yes. Uh, great job of forcing that throw into an area where they really had little chance of success. So third down and eight from the 22. Pardon me, fourth down. And they're going to go for it. Parkinson in the shotgun. Lofts it high and deep. It's a 50-50 ball. Pace it goes up, and it is incomplete. Knocked away. Ron Alf, a nice job of knocking it away for the Tigers that time. The senior corner heading into his last couple of games and, and plays of his career here as a Tiger. Nice job there by Alf. That was quite a mismatch. Run Alf 5-8. Dylan Pasek 6-3. And Alf, you know, it's the smart guys sometimes win. All you have to do is time your leap perfectly to make the play, and he did just that. Saving a potential touchdown. So, first and 10 for Marple Newton at their own 22. Johnson in the center. It's a handoff this time to Diaguardi. Feels his way across the right side of the field up across the 25 and maybe gets to the 30. Well, the entire cavalry is, is getting in on the action here for the Tigers' offense that time. And why not? And and Diaguardi, a big yard is Nick Stevens, we've heard from today. Kevin Johnson. Giordano, of course, G with the big touchdown. Giordano really starting to see a lot more offensive time as, as the season winds down. Boy, I'll tell you what, it's a shame he was hurt early in the season because what we've seen healthy is just incredible. Yeah, he, he's... He's a very good player, both sides when healthy. Unfortunately, he played half the season only on defense and missed a few games because of that injury. Gain of eight there by Diaguardi, so second down and two from the 30. Johnson in the center this time, a handoff to Graziano. He picks up that first down easily and drives a pile forward and gets across the 35. And, and a nice job there by Phil Graziano, who's been the workhorse all season. And it looked like number 40, Aaron Taralecki made the stop Once again, the it's just a clear imposition of will by the offensive line and by whoever's carrying the ball from Marple Newtown. It's just, whether it's two yards or 12 yards, they're all easy, every play. Now they're getting a lot of, of good play from a lot of different areas, and that's very good heading into next season as well. 5.40 to go here in this first half. Marple Newtown first and 10 from their own 36. Johnson, it's a hint. A late handoff, this time to Graziano. 
No, pardon me, to Ryan Duffy. Another excellent sold fake. And wow. Duffy was able to bounce right out on the outside and the left side towards the hash marks. Came right toward us across the 45 and near midfield. Dante Asmeyer on the stop, but I tell you what, usually they fake all, usually they'll fake one of us out, not both of us. Right. And that time they got both of us. So very good design play and, and well executed. That Duffy, 5'9", sophomore, very sneaky. I wasn't even really sure who, who was actually running towards us. I thought it was maybe a substitution at the end of the play. But a first down and 10 at, at the Pius 48. And there's a pitch outside to Graziano. Goes across the 45, across the 40. Breaks the tackle, 35, 30, 25. Still on his feet. Pile wow. drives a man backwards and goes to the 20-yard line. Wow. Number 13, Corey Egan on the stop. But Graziano found a hole there in the secondary. Just blew right through it and kicked it into fourth gear and was able to pick up even about 10, 15 more yards. Gain is 28 in the play. Oh, now they're going to cheat us out of a yard. Gain of 27 there. They marked him down at the 21. Nonetheless, poised for yet another score as Marple Newtown up ahead 14 to nothing. So we'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. Hard work, integrity, responsibility, sportsmanship, respect, and citizenship. These are the core values that Marple Newtown student-athletes are taught every day on and off the playing fields. Hi, I'm Dennis Reardon, Assistant Principal and Athletic Director at Marple Newtown High School. And I'd like to thank you for listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on the Tigers Radio Network. Your support of our sports teams now and throughout the school year is appreciated as we strive to raise the bar. I hope to see you at a game in the future. Go Tigers. Back to live action once more. Harry Harvey Stadium, 4.50 to go here in this opening half. Marple Newtown with a 14-0 lead in pocket. Threatening to score there at the Pius 21-yard line. First and 10. Looks like we have two backs. It's Duffy and Graziano. Giordano, a man in motion. Johnson is under center. Gets the handoff to Graziano. Manages to get across the 20, but no further. Well, wrapped up at the line of scrimmage that time by Tyler Pollock, number 25, the defensive end for the Lions. Gain of two. So, second down and eight from the 19 with 4.30 to go. Diagordi in once again. And if Tigers can get a seven more points here before halftime, it'll be very, very big because they'll get the ball to start the second half. And they'll have a true a true major advantage at that point. Duffy and Graziano once again. Diaguardian is a blocking back. It's a straight hand to huff up the middle to Graziano. Let's see, does he get the 15? Possibly. And number 51, Martin Shields, the stop for the Lions, a big linebacker. Junior linebacker, 6'3", 237, so a big guy back there in that linebacking core. Excellent spot on the ball at the 14, so we have a crucial third down and three. Diagordi checks out of the game. Graziano also in, as is Matt Vandegrift, apparently, coming in as a blocking back. Graziano and Duffy once again. The man in the backfield is a handoff to Graziano. He feels his way across the 15, the 10, the 5, 
Knocks him in into the end zone for another Tigers touchdown. <laughs> Boy, that's another tour de force of just brute strength. Oh, yeah, he just, he, he used just sheer determination and will that time to get into the end zone. Ran over his own man, Diorgiano, as he's co-captain, tri-captain. Right, I mean, well, he was trying to pry the other two Lions off of Graziano. But if you're going to tackle for the opposition, why tackle at the one? You're just, just going to fall backwards into the end zone. So there we go, 20 to nothing with the extra point coming up with 3.22 to go here in this first half. Kick by Adam Fender is away. It's low. Still gets it through, though. But maybe it was a little botch wow. on the snap and the placement, but Fender was able just to muscle that through. Wow, that was that was uh, a very interesting kick. That was all, that was uh, about uh, you know kickoff grade with the the trajectory. In any case, referee's arms went up. It is good, and the Tigers now have a three touchdown lead with 3:22 left here in the second quarter. Well, that's what you want to see, especially if you have aspirations to finish this season at 500. A few weeks ago, here on this field. After the game, the head coach, Ray Junta, of the Tigers said, look, guys, we can run the tables. We can get back to 500, finish the season on a high note. Let's go out there and do it, and, and they've, they've answered the call. And more so than just actually believing it is that they've pushed opponents around the field. Yeah. It's impressive. So Adam Fender now back to kick once again. Tarlecki and Astheimer, the deep men for Pius. Fender rolls back. Let's see if he's got a little bit extra once again in that leg. Comes up to the ball. It is a high line drive going end over end. Tarlecki fumbles it at the 5, takes it up at, at the 2 across the 10. The 15 tries to cut back towards the middle of the field and just barely manages to get to the 20-yard well, line. They are having trouble receiving the ball. Joe Carini muscled his way down the field, made that stop for the Tigers on special teams, but... The Lions are having issues catching the football on the uh, kickoff. I don't know whether it's it's the bright lights contrasted against a pitch black sky or whether Adam Fender is putting some special English on those balls because they are not spinning end over end. It's really side to side, well, like, like a, a, a flying saucer or a frisbee. Yeah, That's excessively difficult to try to, to grab unless you, you get your body in front of it. And Tarlecki clearly is just trying to use his hands. So it is a first down and 10 at the 20-yard line. Parkinson, once again, a shotgun formation, rolls out. He's being chased. He's oh, almost hit by Steve Reynolds as he unloads it downfield. The pass is, looked like it was incomplete, bounced off the turf and caught by Corey Egan, but there's a flag on the play. It looks like it might be a little pass, defensive well, pass interference. Well, it's probably going to be pass interference on Kevin Johnson. The receiver, Egan, stopped his route. Johnson ran into him, and when the man has position, the flag gets thrown. At one time, it, it looked like it might have been an uncatchable ball, but a good adjustment by Egan which necessitated Johnson's illegal motion against him so John Kelly will have the call momentarily after a confab with captains for the Marple Newtown defense Penalty is offensive pass interference. That's a penalty of half the distance to the goal. It's also a loss of down. Next down is two. 
Well, a stunning turn of events there. I guess they ruled that Egan, in order to make that adjustment, perpetrated illegal contact on Johnson. Well, that was, I guess... uh, One of those things that could go either way and went to Marple Newtown's way this time. My view of it was the opposite, but I guess after their conference, uh, they decided that what the true ruling was, and they got the call correct. Well, no complaints up here, so it is second down and 20 from the 10-yard line now for Pius with 3.05 to go here in this first half. Shotgun formation once again for Parkinson. Four wide receivers set. One man in the backfield is Tarlecki. Man in motion is Matt Galloway. As it's a pass out into the flat to Tarlecki at about the 8-yard line. Only gets up to the, about the 10 before he's gang-tackled. Well, Dan Giordano in there for the Tigers, this big-time senior who's been leading this team in tackles nearly every week since his return. Makes another big stop in, in good greed on that play to sniff out the screen pattern. Now, sometimes these quick strikes from Parkinson to whoever is the receiver, you can't just rely on the quickness and the moves of the receiver. You have to have maybe some blocking every once in a while. And clearly, Tarlecki was just left out there for his own defenses and was met with ill humor by three Marple Newtown defenders. No gain on that play, so third down and 20 with 2.20 to go here in the first half. Shotgun once again, Parkinson. Ash Timer is a man in motion. Parkinson rolls out, looks like he has a keeper. Oh, you lose Reynolds at the goal line. He's looking, looking, has a man downfield, and it is almost picked off. Wow. Kevin Johnson made an excellent comeback on that play. Well, Kevin Johnson was over the top about 10 yards past the intended receiver and made a great timing, great read on the play to come back. That ball hung up in the air due to the rather weak arm we see here. And Johnson able to get in there and at least break up the play. So good job by Johnson. Astheimer was the intended receiver wide open at the left side at about the 35, but he failed to, to come back to the ball because it was kind of hanging up there. And Johnson got back, had, to the had, ball had, got back with, with a vengeance and very nearly picked that off but did something just as, as well knocked it away so fourth down and the punt is on for Pius and there's a high kick coming down to Graziano at the 45 across the 40 cuts back and rolls out of a tackle and moves forward and looks like he gets down to about the 33 I look like number 32 for the Lions Matt Galloway on the stop as Graziano able to roll forward, get that extra yardage. So a good defensive possession, and now they got a shot to uh, score with about minute 55. Under two minutes to go, right, and only 34 yards to go. And the way Marple Newtown has been moving the ball, you've got to count on at least three points going on the board. So 10 yards from there, it'll be first down. I did not see the flag either. I did not see a flag. I did not see a, a foul. But in any case, 10 yards in the minus category for the offense to begin. They are still in Lions territory now at the 45-yard line with first and 10. Graziano and Stevens in the backfield. Diaguardi in motion. Johnson under center. It's a pitch to Graziano. Off tackle. Gets by a man, but is tackled down shy of the 40-yard line. Nice run that time, tackled over there on that far side of the field by Ashmeyer, who appears to be uh, talking a little bit. So yeah, He seems to be the uh, jack of all trades here, at least the most notable name on both sides of the ball for Pius. And, yeah, you, know, you tend to like to see that because one guy tends to get worn down as the game goes on. 
So gain of four, third down and six, second down and six, pardon me, from the 41. One sixteen to go here in this first half. Johnson hands it out to Graziano. He shoots through the line across the 40, down at about the 37. Well, hit that hole very quickly and was tackled again by Galloway, number 32. But Graziano showing a lot of quickness tonight and determination. Slowly but surely eating up those yards once again. It is a third down and call it two here. And another timeout. So another crucial point of the game for both sides. One ten to go here in this first half. Marple Newtown up by three scores and threatening once again. And probably just trying to figure out, let's save some time and try and get some more points on the board before we head into the the halftime events. And also sometimes you just uh, have a little breather for the offense. As you see Carl Kosarski out there for the first time in I think the, the entire contest. So he may see some action, and he has had some important catches on third and fourth down already this season. Well, he's usually out there at the tight end position looking for that seam up the middle. So if he's out there tonight, or at least uh, for this play at the moment, might be going past. However, or at least the, way the, the way the run's been working, why uh, go away from it? Yeah, why not Why not sell a fake, have Kosarski in the flat, and just you know, rush right up the middle, knock the uh, defensive line back on their butts for those extra two yards? Well, enough with our speculation. We'll let them determine it now. Graziano, the lone man in the backfield. Ron Alf split close to the right side. Giordano in motion. It's a fake hand up to Giordano. Johnson's in a rush. He fumbles the football. It is fumbled out of bounds. Nobody comes up with it eventually, but lucky break because they had a man number 54. Wow. Matt Kendra was there, had a grip on the ball momentarily, but just fumbled it forward and out of bounds. Yeah, he he, he didn't fall on it correctly. <laughs> he didn't so. fall on it at all. He was he was eyeing six. Yeah. So and that's what they teach you, uh, Young, is don't look touchdown, look ball possession first of all. Well, Johnson. That rush came in there very quickly to cause that fumble. He had, he had very little time and very few options. Possibly the first good defensive play by the Lions in the entire contest. Now pins the Tigers deep in their own territory. Now at the 37-yard line, they need to get to the Lions 35 for a first down. Yeah, now a timeout. So naturally, you need, uh, with the unexpected turn of events, we will take a timeout with 102 remaining here in this first half. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. Hi, this is Jim Allsman, voice of the Marble Newtown Tigers, reminding you that after tonight's game, be sure to log on to the newly designed website of the Marble Newtown Tigers, www.marblenewtownfootball.com. This site will provide you with game scores, highlights, statistics, and the history of the Marble Newtown football program. In addition, marblenewtownfootball.com will directly link you to iathetigersblog.com, where you will find this podcast, along with coverage of each game provided by Greg Pe- of the Tigers Radio Network. After each game and throughout the week, be sure to log on to www.marplenewtownfootball.com. So, it is a long fourth down now as Johnson comes into punt. The mysterious movie gets it away. It's a low line drive. Bounces right to Astheimer at the 20 yard line. He tries to break a couple of tackles. He's being driven backwards. 
And it looks like he's dropped down about the 18 or 19-yard line, so not the best decision there by Astheimer. Well, nice job by Nick Stevens. Ron Alf getting downfield to make those hits for the Tigers as they uh, brought in Johnson that time uh, instead of Billy Weaverling to punt the football. So a momentary lapse there by the Marple Newtown offense and an unfortunate play, but they pinned the opposition deep inside their own territory with under a minute to go. So now we have Parkinson back under center. Now he's drifting back into the shotgun formation. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Parkinson drops back. He's under a rush. He gets a hole. He's got a man downfield at the 40-yard line. It is this time it is complete to Astheimer at the 45 up across the 50. So that last play we saw that Johnson almost came back and intercepted. This time Parkinson was dead on to Astheimer for the completion. Well, the the corner just mistimed it by about a half second that time. And that's why he wasn't able to get in there and deflect that football. So split second can change a lot of things. And that's how it goes in, in this game. And, Gain and of 31 on that play. So that was actually a better throw that time as well by Parkinson. Right, it wasn't as, as, as floating or high up in the ether, almost like an arc. This time it was a more of a, a, a tight spiral on a line. Hit the receiver in stride, and Astheimer did the rest. Well, the only thing you could say about that play positively from Marple Newtown is that 10 seconds were run off the clock, so now it's only 40 seconds to go, so maybe three more plays to defend well, and they have that three-touchdown lead into the locker room. We have some water delivered by the Marble Newtown coaches on the sideline. And now their thirds are slaked, and let's see if they can go after the Lions offense with reckless abandon after their thirst is quenched. Parkinson drops back. He's under a rush. He eludes one man, but he throws it towards the sideline. Nobody there. Just a, an evasive action maneuver there to get rid of the ball before Reynolds came in and crunched him. Well, Striegel and, and Reynolds, they've been giving Parkinson the runaround back there in, in the backfield, and he's been getting away from it and getting getting away with it. Yeah, but Reynolds, is, he's like the harbinger of doom back there. He is always on the quarterback's blind side, and always, well, if he doesn't get him, he's always a split second away from just crashing into the quarterback and, and causing every mayhem. Missed, every missed opportunity, every time he doesn't get them, the, the rage kind of builds up and ev- until he eventually does get them. So second down and 10 from the 49, 32 seconds to go. Parkinson rolls out. He's got a man near the near sideline, way high and wide. Intended receiver was Matt Mahalik at about the 38-yard line, but I totally think, uncatchable ball. I think uh, two Dikembe Mutombos might have been needed to catch that football. And so possibly high. a minute bowl on the top of the second Mutombo shoulders. So a nice coverage that time. and Executive producer Jim Alsman crossing up the Dikembe Mutombo f- uh, finger wag and calling it Minute Bowl. <laughs> I don't know what Minute Bowl's maneuver really was. It's been a long time, about 20 years since he played in the league. In any case, third down and 10 from the 49 here. Parkinson under rush once again, unloads it over the middle. Oh. Tipped and almost picked off twice. Over one Tiger and under the other. So. I believe that was tipped by Giordano and almost intercepted by Graziano. Yeah, the, the, the two uh, G's on the defensive side of the football. 
make an attempt at that one. So there we go. Nothing to worry about on that Lions drive. And with 21.8 seconds to go here in this first half, Marple Newtown will get the ball back. Well, a, uh, a punt return for a touchdown would be nice. Right. That would, that would help. But we'll see. We have... No, uh, Parkinson is back out on the field along with the offense. So interesting gutsy call here. Fourth and ten. Four wide receivers set once again. Astimer in motion. Parkinson in the shotgun about the 43-yard line. Fakes a handoff. It's a direct snap. A keeper. Parkinson eludes a couple men across the 45, the 40, 35, 30. And he gets the first down and plenty more before he's out of bounds. Well, he's tackled inbounds, which helps Ryan White on that far side of the field, able to track him down with 14.1 remaining. Oh, the Lions, Lions hurry up. offensive coaching staff saw something there, and it obviously worked. But Parkinson under center this time and spikes it with 10.5 to go. That's a really inter- interesting call there. I don't know what happened. The Marple Newtown defense seemed to be about a half a step slow there as Parkinson just felt his way and slipped by a couple of guys. Well, I think the confusion with the whole punt unit and the defensive side may have thrown them off a little bit, caught them behind, had to make a last-second adjustment along that defensive line. And But so it goes, it's still a long way to haul for 10 seconds for a team that's struggling. 10 seconds and 31 yards here. Second down and 10. Four wide receivers set once again. Tarlecki, the lone man in the backfield. Parkinson unloads it down near the sideline, and it is successfully defended, almost caught by Astimer, but Johnson comes in there just at the last second again. He's doing a nice job of sitting back in that that zone coverage, waiting for the ball to get up in the air, and then just timing it correctly to go up and make that stop and and knock the ball down. Also, Astimer being 5'10", and Johnson a stocking 6'1", and growing. Also had the advantage there. He didn't have to be there cleanly before the ball was there. All he needed to do was get a hand on it, and that's what he did. So third down and ten, and what will be the last play of this first half? Three men split wide to the right, one to the left. Shotgun again. Tarlecki, the lone man, just to the left of Parkinson. He drops back. He's got a man in the corner of the end zone, and it is off his hands and out of bounds at the left pylon here on the far side of the field. No flag on the play, so time has run out here in this first half. Marple Newtown has successfully answered every challenge by the St. Pius X Winged Lions, and they take a 21-0 lead to the locker room. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps, back in a bit with the call of the second half. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 